my good sis, my good, good sis. Welcome back to another episode of the My Good Sis podcast, a self-care podcast empowering women to become unapologetically themselves. Thank you for coming back. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Shout out to my listeners in the USA, Ireland, Germany and London, obviously. I am a little bit like, who wants to hear what I've got to say? Who cares what I've got to say? Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I really appreciate you. In looking at my insights um, on the app that I use to publish the podcast, I was just completely blown away. Like, okay, so maybe I I should stick at it. You know, life gets busy and it gets a bit rough. And, you know, it's not a job for me. It's not, you know, it's not paying or anything like that. So life has to continue. It's just like, oh, I really want to continue recording, but I'm busy and I'm and I'm not hitting my deadlines and my schedule. And then I saw who my listeners were or or my reach. And I was like, wow, all right. (laughs) Well, maybe, maybe there's a small number of people out there who care. So thank you again. And it's really funny because I have a speech impediment and this is what I'm doing. Like God has bants. God really has bants. He really does use your weaknesses. And it's like, well, it's actually not that much of a weakness, hun. I'm going to show you that you can turn it into a strength. So yes, lovely. It feels good. It feels good to be back. I'm not going to make any promises about when I'll, when I'll be back. I'm going to do my very, very best. Um, but let's get into it. So I've been gone for a while and lots has been happening around. And I just want to uh, touch on the last episode where I was highly opinionated about WAP. And I'm not going to take any of it back. But days later, I saw that Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion had um, pledged to give away a million pounds or not pounds, it might have been dollars, but, you know, it's still like a million or something. One million dollars through, I think it was like Cash App and PayPal and whatever. I was like, mate, like, I can't be mad. Like, yes, it's ratchet, but you are giving away a million bucks to people in need. Real people as well, not just like uh, like charity front, right? Like I thought, all right, I'm I'm humbled. You're forgiven. You can have wet ass pussies. Fine. Um. Okay, Tory Lanes is he cancelled or narcissist? Is Tory cancelled or nah? He has got short man syndrome. He is a misogynist. He has really deep issues when it comes to women. His lyrics, you can just hear that he. It's a response from past trauma but you cannot deny that his art is pretty good are we able to separate the art from the artist on this occasion I've been having some conversations some debates and lots of people are like yeah but I really like Tory so I'm gonna keep keep playing him and I'm kind of on the fence I'm quite happy to make a stand and be like nope he's cancelled and then you hear some of his tunes you're like ah, damn it but I really like that one. How about Brandy and Monica? Whew, girl, I couldn't watch that versus. I was bored. I was bored. It went on for too long. 
I'm not particularly a fan of either of them. I know a lot more tunes from Brandy. Um, but both of their energies were just off. I was kind of offended a bit more by Monica because she just seemed like she really didn't want to be there. She seemed like her whole energy needed saging and her outfit was winding me up. She looked like Lord Farquaad. And I was just like, yeah, whatever. Um, I listened to the new album by Brandy and I felt like I was on a full moon. It was like a blast from the past. Every single song to me sounded the same. It was really difficult to kind of be like, oh, like what, what tune is this? Like, oh, has the track even changed? Um, I didn't know that she had struggled with her mental health. So my heart went out to her there. It was a, it was a, there's a tune on there that's really vulnerable, um, where she sings about, um, her battle with it um and that made me I guess be a bit softer towards her when watching the verses because it made me feel like she was maybe just that bit more armored because she, she had to do more work to like be there you know um but yeah I couldn't watch you know I couldn't watch all of it I was like yeah this isn't really for me like I'm sorry I had to go in and out, in and out, in and out. I was over it. Um, new tune by Scissor. Hit different. Wow. I don't know what Scissor's saying half the time, you know. I had to find the lyrics on YouTube. And I still didn't really know what the song was about. I was like, what are you trying to say, babe? But the chorus and the video and the melody and just the tune in general was just like, this song is really bloody sexy really sexy nine o'clock in the morning I'm playing this tune and I'm like is it legal to be this sexy to feel this sexy so early in the morning it just makes you want to wind up yourself <laughs> literally um hopefully I'll understand it soon and I can you know have a different vibe with it you know based on what she's actually saying but for now I can I can dig the um the chorus and the dance moves and the melody. So I'm glad she's back and I'm hoping that she releases an album soon because it's been too long. Um and yes, I do have a few listeners in America and I'm pretty confident that Scissor isn't one of them, so this message isn't gonna get to her. Uh but yeah, I look forward to that. So lots more to speak about, but I just want to get into this week's candid conversation which is about our single season single and thriving versus single and waiting what is the difference so for me first and foremost single and waiting gives you a very what's the word I'm looking for your aura is ashy you are you are giving off this energy of being desperate. And that's not what we want. We don't want that meerkat energy. And I say meerkat because it's like being in a club or a bar and your head is just keep on like bobbing around, you know, to see who's in there. That energy is smelly and (laughs) men and women alike can smell it from a mile away. It's not good to be desperate. It's just like, 
And if you're lonely and if you are really wanting a relationship, you tend to have that energy if you know it or not. So use this episode to check yourself really. Am I single and thriving or am I single and waiting? We don't want any ashy auras. We don't want any of our sisters to be to be giving off that energy of desperation because you will not be aligned with your partner with that kind of energy. So I guess if you're des- if you are single and waiting, you are literally waiting until you have a man and you are going to push back your your dreams and your happiness until you are aligned with him and that is detrimental it's toxic it's dysfunctional it's low vibrational and you are going to be passing good good years of your life to wait for someone who you may not meet or you may meet a bit later in life so don't let don't let the weight steal your joy you know don't let the weight steal your joy so while you're single and waiting you we push things back we say things like yeah I really want to go on that holiday but it's a vacation now I'm guilty of that I want to go to Bali and I and it's come out of my mouth that it's a vacation because oh you know it's so romantic and I should wait until I have a man but what if I I'm not aligned with him you know am I just am I just I'm not going to go to Bali you know am I not going to be aligned with that you know am I not going to have that experience because I'm I'm single. No, I deserve that experience as a single woman. I deserve it regardless of if I'm in a relationship. Right? So we put things off and if it's a um holiday, an experience, a restaurant, you know, some upgrade or change to our lifestyle. If we are actively waiting until we are aligned with our partner, until we do certain things, that is reinforcing that narrative of being single and waiting. So there's a few other things that we do, I guess, you know, while we are waiting and we recycle our old links as well. We really have to stop doing that. Men that you've known since you were 18, 19, 21, 25. You keep on recycling them. Recycle, recycle, recycle. It is blocking your blessings. It is lowering your vibration. And although it might feel fun in the moment, you know, because sis has needs. So if this man is happy to pay for a meal or he's happy to do something for you that helps you out in that moment or he's giving you some some good sex at the end of it you know a week later or a few days later when you can't call on that same man to help comfort you in a different time of loneliness um, or of need because he's just for that thing you you begin to self-hate and like self-loathe like oh like why did I do that or You know, it's temporary. So to remove all of these like temporary fixes. And I find that 
a lot of us have men that we recycle and if you get rid of them sis you're that bit more aligned to that single and thriving status and you're aligned with the likelihood of meeting your person there's something also that comes with that that's a bit dangerous as well because you know we have casual sex and you sleep with I don't know if it's like somebody new or as I said if you are recycling somebody you have casual sex and then you've got that person's energy on you (laughs) and to be honest most of us are not ready for that conversation that yes you know you have your orgasm and you have your sex but you're you are carrying around that body you are carrying around that body and you have become merged with their aura and it's likely to be ashy because lots of people do not practice spiritual hygiene they just keep keep moving and they keep on on like collecting bodies and they just think oh yeah like I'm all right no stop halt arch yourself have I got these soul ties have I got these spiritual connections I don't really call it a soul tie that's something that was born in the church um and it's a bit scary when you hear about soul ties it's like oh like don't have sex before marriage because you'll be tied to this man forever and as much as I don't really agree with the message there's parts of it that are true. You you will be having this man's dust and his energy on you um, until you cleanse it. I think Christians take a really radical approach and I've had fear been put in me that makes me feel as if that I can never break a soul tie. And that's rubbish because I definitely have. And there are ways. There are ways to cleanse yourself Um, I'm not going to get into the how on this episode, but please do get in contact because if we are all out here walking around with all of these different energies, all of these different bodies, you know, it will, it's, 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 it's not good. You know, it's, it's not good. And you can most definitely raise your vibration by having a spiritual cleanse. You know, it could be prayer, incense, sage, it could be crystals. There's lots and lots of ways to just make sure that you're realigned with who you are and who you're meant to be. And I'm not saying by no means that you should not have your sex. If, you know, I'm very sex positive, kink positive, I'm very liberal. I believe in the power of orgasm. I really, really do. Um, But there are ways to, to experience it and to do it that isn't lowering your vibration and to most definitely cleanse afterwards. And unfortunately, uh, using a condom isn't isn't enough. You know, once you engage in sexual activity, you've got to check your spiritual code of conduct. Like, you know, am I cleansing? What am I doing for myself? So in your single and waiting season recycling men and having casual partners without the cleansing afterwards will keep you single and waiting and not single and thriving you want to incorporate cleansing and you want to reduce the old energy that you keep on bringing back i'm not saying that each time you have sex with with your 
guy that you've been sleeping with for four or five years that each time you do it if you cleanse it's okay get rid of him just get rid of him he's bad vibes you aren't gonna he you know he isn't gonna be your man you know just get rid of him get rid of him sis he is blocking your blessings get rid of him there is a healthier way to engage in uh, casual sex and it usually involves not having any heavy emotional ties or any heavy emotional history right so also our moods tend to be controlled by our being lonely and things being a bit mundane and like I really want this guy or I really want a hug or I want somebody who can I don't know help with the bills or help with the kids and things like that and it's mindset mindset over everything it really is mindset to not let the fact that you haven't got somebody come and steal your joy so the goal would be to be single and thriving how do you become single and thriving so you know i've already touched on it with the um your your like cleanses so make sure that you are spiritually charged um and that you are that you have a good spiritual practice as i said prayer or if it's anything that's a bit more esoteric fine but to have that is paramount. It is key. Then you want to be really practicing your self-love. You want to affirm yourself. You want to do things that make you feel and look good because you haven't got somebody to come home to. And, you know, so that rather than having that as a like constant reminder, love on yourself. You know, my first ever episode was about self-love and how to like put it into practice. Um, and there's lots of ways to love on yourself. Don't wait for a man to come and love on you. Um, don't push things back either. As I said, I am, I have been guilty of saying that I, yes, I'm not going to go to Bali until I meet a man. No, I'm, I will go to Bali. As soon as I can get there, I will go. I'll, you know, and there's, lots of things that fit that so if it's a restaurant if it's a theater if it's a spa a hotel you know that whatever it is don't wait until you have a partner you can go with your friends you can go with your family or you can go alone it's not going to kill you it would be really liberating and really empowering go alone um get some structure men right will happily easily tell you that they've got a football match or a rugby match or gym and they're unapologetic it's non-negotiable right get the same energy get some hobbies that you are non-negotiable about so when you meet somebody when you you know when you are aligned with your person you have yoga on a Wednesday. You go for runs in the morning. You work um, these hours, but you do brunch on the first weekend of every month with your girls. Get some structure. Because these men do not um, pet 
to tell you that they are unable to, to um, do something. And you're squinting at them thinking, but it's only gym, you know, can't you go in an hour? Can't you have a quick line with me? No, these men are waking up at five in the morning. They are disturbing you to go for their goals and their dreams. Don't lose sight of yours. So while you, to, uh, to allow you to be single and thriving, you want to get something that is non-negotiable, that you are unapologetic about. This is my thing. I, I do more than go, go to work and come home. Um, or if you're working from home, you do more than just, just, just being at home. This is my thing. Get, get some structure. It's also a form of self-love. What to also be thriving while single, have an image that you love. Be bold, be brave. Again, be unapologetically yourself. I met a lady who had wanted to cut her hair off for a long time and she waited until she was married until she made that move, until she decided that she was going to cut her hair off because she had the security of her husband that allowed her to feel like, well, you know what? He loves me now, so I can do what I want. Well, how, how about you love yourself before you meet somebody and he will accept you and he will love you regardless? So if you want that hairstyle that's a bit bold, if you want some like tattoos or whatever it is, go for what you want. Have that image. Be bold. Don't wait until a man co-signs it. I know it seems really simple, isn't it? Because it would seem obvious that while you are single, you should be able to look how you want. And it's usually if you're in in a, a relationship that men will uh, come with their fast opinions. Nah, babes, I like long hair. I like short hair. Oh, babes, I like when your hair is natural. I like, oh my God, I've had it all. I've had it all. And it's just like, I don't actually care what you want. I wish you had edges. I wish you had a intact hairline. Yep, I get that you're bald, but you're bald because you have to be, not by choice. So allow me in it. So it's the same thing. Be bold in your image. It will help you to step with that bit of confidence. Like, no, man, I'm not out here doing this to be chosen or to be picked like I'm a pair of shoes. I'm going to look like this. And it's, again, it all comes back to self-love. Have a bold image. And your energy, while you are single and thriving, will be so much different. You will glow. And you will be so much more attractive to, to people in general, not just men. To, you know, it will be that, wow, like she's, she's really vibrating highly. She's really vibrating highly. I want a piece of that. And that's, again, where you got to check your spiritual code of conduct because you, you then have to put in an extra layer of light protection because you will be attracting a lot of moths. Your light will attract a lot of moths. So then once you get there, that's yet more work to do to be like, no, I've worked so hard. I'm going to protect this, this thing of mine. It's my, it's, it's my little bubble. And you will be even more picky about who you let in. So it will be easier to not be recycling your exes 
right? It will be easier to not engage in low vibrational sexual things and, you know, like relationships. Because you're like, no, like, I love who I am. I'm proud of who I am. I'm single and thriving. I'm not waiting on no man to come and pick me. I know what I bring to the table. I am the table. And then you will be irresistible. Irresistible. You will be having to bat them off. Like, please, hun, hun. I don't, I don't want you. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> it seems really simple. That is it. That is it, sis. That to me, is the difference between single and waiting. It just sucks your joy. It makes you miserable. It makes you look at all that you don't have and your lack of, and you just stay in this cycle of misery of like, oh, like, you know, like, why don't I have this? And why don't I have that? And I can't do this. And I've got to push this off. And you just stay in this trap of the same old men. Or you could be single and thriving where you you really love yourself and you can look at yourself in in the mirror and you love who you are and that same reflection that you see is what will be seen to the world it's as simple as that but I felt like it was a necessary message because I've been having lots of conversations um and there's you know there are a lot of amazing women who are single and it's like, why am I single? I've got a good job. You know, I've got some savings. I don't look bad. And I'm God-fearing. And I'm this and I'm that. And it's just that one little switch that needs to be flipped. You know, mindset. That one little switch. It's not about if you've got material things or not. It's about that energy that you're putting out into the world. Are you walking around like, choose me, choose me? Because then you won't be chosen. Or you'll be aligned with an abuser. You'll be aligned with a narcissist, a sociopath, a psychopath. You'll be aligned with somebody who can see that you're vulnerable and needy and weak. So shift that energy, sis. Shift shift the weak, needy energy. and And get your power back. And... If nothing that I have said has resonated with you, you know what it is you have to do to get your power back. You you know what it is personally. So do that thing. Do that thing for yourself. A really good sis of mine has allowed me to share her story um, for this week's My Good Sis Stories. I love how I say this week like I've been back every week. I'm, I'm trash, you know. I will be better. I promise. That's my pledge. I will be better. Um, anyway, so my good sis um, and I were talking about her transformation and what she did. And she was single and waiting. She was single and waiting for many years and her clock was ticking because she was getting older and she wanted to have some children and she was actually told that it might be um, a bit tricky for her to have children because she had endometriosis um and that was an extra layer that made her feel like you know more desperate like she had more urgency to meet this person and she was going on endless dates she was going on blind dates she was trying to revive 
old links and exes and she was really like bashing the hell out of these apps like she was a serial data like every week she had several dates she had a little checklist and a little quiz list and she was like nope I'm gonna you know I have to do this 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 um she was miserable she had uh her own kind of like battle with depression and it was consuming her life she spent every single day wanting a partner and life was just passing her by life was passing her by and she just couldn't see couldn't see through it it was just like well here's what I need to do I need to be aligned with this person I need to be aligned with this person anyway she got with someone um and he was terrible and he was almost a like mirror image of her actually he was kind of like desperate he was needy in 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 some areas he had some health issues and as a pair the two couldn't make one basically like you could just see how like broke and how broken they were as a couple and she was even more unhappy she set this expectation that this man would come in and fill in the blanks and just be like you know I guess where she had hoped that she had her shortcomings that he would come and uplift and empower and help her to like love herself and 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 these things and it was just a disaster it was just a disaster she was even more unhappy but she thought that that's what it had to be to get what she wanted to have this child and to have some form of like companionship and relationship and to put an end to her lonely nights she she was just in it and she was in it and it robbed her of a few years um and she changed and her friends were like this is this is not good but she was really in it and she was really in love and she was really desperate for this happy ending and she was forcing a square in a circle hole she wanted to be accepted by society that she was not single and left on the shelf and that she had what everybody else had or what it appeared that everybody else had um and one day he he turned abusive and it's because not like I can justify why he turned abusive but on her own um admissions she feels as if he turned abusive because he was blaming her for his shortcomings because I guess being in a relationship it highlights your shortcomings because you aren't just at home single and and can work on yourself in peace and at your own pace you have somebody who has an expectation of you and it highlighted his shortcomings and he got frustrated and nasty and that is what he decided to do he decided to become physically mentally and emotionally abusive um towards her so you know she was not only in this substandard relationship um where it was clear that she was much better off single but she then became a victim of domestic violence and I don't play that and here at my good sis we don't play that 
So that's when she needed an intervention because there's only so much that you can talk on someone's relationship, you know. You know, like, if she's, if, if she's saying, oh, he's this, he's that, he's not paying this and he's not doing that and he's, like, staying out late and he smells of alcohol and blah, blah, blah. You just have to listen, isn't it? You've just got to be supportive. You've got to just be supportive. But when it comes to physical violence or mental emotional spiritual abuse it's like you know what I'm I'm gonna speak on this and if you're mad at me then you're mad at me but I cannot love you and know that you are going through that so she had an intervention and it wasn't easy because she felt like I might as well stay in this relationship than be single because to be single is much harder and I hate myself as a single person I'm lonely I've got no companionship I keep on going through all of these different men and it just makes sense to just stick with this person that I know I hate that saying stick with the 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 um devil you know like why would I stick with a devil in the first place like why why would I do that don't stick with any devil you know keep it moving anyway sis went through the wars. Sis went through the wars as a single woman because she made it her mission. She forced it. And she found this man. And then she went through the wars being in relationship with this man. Sis finally got the strength and had the support to leave this man. And she went on her self-care, self-love, healing journey. And it was a long process. So, you know, I'm not saying by any means that to, that to, to um, be single and thriving is easy because there's a lot of unlearning that you have to do. You've got to recondition your thinking. It's mindset. And if you have been told that to be in a relationship is the end goal and all that you do should be geared towards that, that in itself will take a long time to unlearn. Anyway, so after, after a good few years, she, she became thriving in her single season. And the energy, her energy, her light, I mean, by her own admissions, she had a new outlook on things and she wanted something different for herself now. It's funny because she went on that journey and she gave herself that time and that space to heal um, and, and to relearn herself and to love on herself and to get some structure you know, and to get a new image and to have these hobbies and to travel and to learn some stuff and to learn to bake and these things. That when she checked it, when she looked in the mirror at herself, she no longer wanted what she had been fighting so hard to get. She wanted um, a different thing. She was now able to dream a different dream. And it just aligned with her 
effortlessly because she was no longer forcing it. She was no longer conforming to the pressures of society. She spent time to get to know herself and really be like, hold on, wait a minute. What do I want? What do I want? Like, here's what I'm told that I should have, but what do I want? And I love her and I'm proud of her. And thank you for sharing with me to share with you, my listeners. Because it's a message, it's a word. And I learned so much through that story. And I learned so much through her journey. But what really sticks out for me is that if you give yourself the space and time, you might not even want what you think you want. If you stay single and waiting, you think you want a man for these things and a man like this to achieve these goals and to do a certain thing so if it's children if it's a mortgage if it's to live somewhere you know like specific or you know or to to have certain holidays or like whatever have you taken time out enough to get to know yourself about what it is that you really want and when you're single and thriving you know what you really want because you are committed to your happiness. Every day is a choice of self-love and to love on yourself. And you have your hobbies and your structure and your bucket list and, and your image that you love. And it will just align with you much easier. I also had in that, in her experience, I also had a lesson that what's for you isn't going to pass you. And if, and the more that you force it you you could really be um trying to shift or like delay what is really for you and in that space of time you're having a very unhappy experience and you don't need to have it you don't need to settle you know you really don't need to settle and when we are single and waiting, we can really un- unearth a whole can of worms that it just, it's just like a part of the uh, journey that we could have kind of avoided. You know, we really didn't have to have that experience. And we, we do give ourselves a lot of self-induced traumas. You know, we really have to take responsibility We're so quick to say, oh, he did this, he did that. But you went knocking. You went knocking. You, and I'm not, this isn't in that relation to my good sis um, and her experience of domestic violence. That's not what I'm saying because it does, no woman deserves that at all. Um, And as I said, we don't play that. Um, But you can go knocking. You, You could end up with, an STI, you can end up with um, uh, unwanted pregnancy. You can end up with a whole lot of wahala that you don't need because you are waiting and you're desperate and you will take anything, you know? So, sis, let's try and shift the energy. Let's shift it collectively because in that collective 
healing, mass healing, it, it's, it's the way forward. If we change ourselves, we change every woman, you know? So let's try and shift from single and waiting and let's avoid any of the scrapes and bumps along the way, any painful experiences that we don't need to have. We don't need to have that unnecessary conversation with our ex. We don't have to continue to like recycle these men. You know, we don't, because each time we do that, we are taking a little bit away from ourselves and we're digging ourselves deeper and deeper into this hole of desperation. So let's uplift. Let's uplift ourselves. Let's uplift each other. Let's change our mindset. Let's be intentional about single and thriving. Be happy. Claim it. You know, every year on my birthday, for as long as I could remember, I wanted a man. And I've had relationships, but by some way, we would argue or, or you know, it would be over, <laughs> you know, on that week. Like, imagine these men, you know, be dumping you before your birthday, like, and then be, you know, two weeks later, oh yeah, babes, like, should, should we work on it? But every year on my birthday, I've wanted a man. And it's always been in the back of my mind somewhere when I'm getting, you know, all of my birthday messages and my birthday love and I've got my birthday plans and I'm doing this thing. And it will always, and I'll, and I'll go to bed, I'm like, I'm not getting birthday sex. I'm not getting birthday hugs or love or I'm not getting that bunch of flowers from, from a man who loves me or I'm not, I'm, I'm not going out on a nice meal with a man who cares about me. And it's not to take away from the, the experiences I've had with my sisters, my friends. It's, it's not that, like, that has been appreciated and loved. But deep within me, I've had an unhappiness that I'm not, you know, I, I wish I had a man. And it has taken away from the light of so many of my years that I have been on this earth and I've been allowed to, like, celebrate. And I made a very executive decision early this year. My birthday's at the end of the year, you know. And I said, fuck that shit. I'm not doing it. I mean, I have a lot of issues around birthdays anyway. I have like birthday blues and I start to think about, oh, like all, all the stuff I haven't achieved and what I should be doing and and having a man and like being married and, and like having like kids, like more children is one that comes up. And then I think, oh, but if I have this birthday dinner, who's going to come? Or if I go to this restaurant, who will complain about the location? Or who will complain about the cost? Or if I want to go on holiday, who can afford it? But do I really want to have a solo trip on my birthday? And, and all sorts of things. I have birthday issues. But this year, I've made a decision that I will not have an unhappy birthday based on not being in a relationship. For years, I would say, oh, okay, yeah, but, you know, um, I think I'll have a man by then. Or, or yeah, like, I would really, really love to go to Bali, but I can go around my birthday because I have a man by then. Like, all of this rubbish. All of this rubbish. And I'm, and I'm claiming it, sis. I'm claiming it. 
I'm not claiming that I will have a man because we do that as well. We say, oh, yes, I, I claim that I have a man by the time I'm this age. I claim it, I claim it. No, I can't control that. I am claiming that I'm not going to have birthday blues about not having a man. I can't promise that I won't have it about any, any other achievement in my life. But I can definitely say no. No, no, that is not going to dictate if it's a good day or not, if it's a good birthday or not. I've got lots to celebrate. I've got lots to be grateful and thankful for. So that's it. Let's change the narrative. Let's step together and be thriving in our single season and watch how your whole energy will change. You know, watch how men and women are like people in general are going to be drawn to you you will have your pick of the bunch and in doing that work it will even force you to question if you want what you think you want so it's all well and good me saying oh get clear sis get clear on your goals get clear on what you want get clear but ask yourself what state am I in to be making these goals in in the first place so let's have a shift from waiting to thriving and then set the goals and then get clear so that's it from me my loves thank you again for listening um i promised you a episode with men whereby we hear from them and to be honest the trash that i've got i just want to put them all in the trash i really do i really want to put them all in the trash and i'm still working on it but it's just not as simple i i I gave myself a good lead time and i was already working on it before i mentioned it but mate it's just like (laughs) i really i'm on a quest for some good bros um so if you know of any or if you are one who is listening which is very unlikely uh please message me please let me know if you'll be interested in being interviewed about your experience of dating us or if you know somebody or if you've got a brother or an uncle um please let me know be in touch um, I also had a, I had one message from somebody about their good experience of online dating. One. Um, and uh, she wasn't black. And it just further reinforces my feelings that to date online as a black woman is near enough impossible. Because I did get lots and lots of messages from people who were having a really bad time. And I'm like, yeah, sis, I am you. You are me. Like, this is the same old story, the same old narrative. Uh, so, yeah, thank you for being in touch. I love I love to hear from you. I hope this episode has been informative. I hope it has empowered you to have a look at your yourself and your energy and as I said if you do want to get in touch about your spiritual code of conduct I am here message me let me know um and we can talk 
All right, my loves. Thank you so much. I'll be back soon. Take care. Mwah.